Fawcett with Carl Reader, helping you to control your time, your income, and your life. Hey guys, it's Carl here, and it's been a very long time since I've recorded one of these podcast episodes. And I wanted to share with you, first of all, my sincere apology for uh, not being live for um, probably nearly two months now um, to share with you the reasons why and the lessons that I've learned along the way. Um, some of you who've heard me speaking on stage so far since coronavirus and since I've been back in action will know the reason for this. Uh, but I think it's only fair to um, to cap off the long break with an explanation and hopefully you'll find some I guess not not inspiration, but a life lesson that you can apply within your own life, your own businesses as well, that, that's come out from this. Um, I've been really, really fortunate that the world seems to be getting back to normal now, in line with me um, recovering from some health challenges that I've had. Um, I was, did a keynote slot about um, just over a week ago, which was phenomenal. You could not believe the difference for both a speaker and also for the audience between being there in person on stage with that physical energy there and talking in a monotone voice behind a Zoom screen. So that was amazing. I've also got um, coming up this month, I think I've got about four, five keynote slots left. I'm speaking up in Manchester twice. Um, also hosting a couple of panels up there. I'm speaking in Birmingham at the Business Networking Show. Um, that one I would highly recommend if you're a small business looking to get back on it. Um, I'm flying over to Paris and then finally to Austria. Um, I'm visiting the city of Graz, which I've never visited before. And I'm keynoting at 15 Seconds. Now, 15 Seconds is Europe's largest business festival. This one is going to be, not only is it going to be amazing, it's going to be really surreal because... What they've done to um, to try and handle the COVID issues around live events is they're hosting it outside. So if you can imagine, almost like a Glastonbury for business, where people are outside and could be on stage outside, it's going to be amazing. I, I really don't know what to expect. Um, all I know is to expect the unexpected. Um, they normally have about 6,000 people. So I'm truly honoured to be speaking there and looking forward to it anyway. Um, I promised you that I would talk to you a little bit about why I've had this absence from podcasting for a couple of months and um, yeah, what happened. I'll share with you very openly and what I've learned from it. So on the 23rd of July, and I remember that date really clearly because it's my, um, my daughter's birthday. Um, 23rd of July, unfortunately, I had some chest pains at about 5pm in the afternoon. Now, this chest pain was, you know, it came on actually while I was driving and it was quite tight and it felt like somebody was just gripping my heart. That was, that's the only thing, it's like, it's like a clenching feeling and um, it ended up going onto my arm as well. And I'm, I'm sure that those of you listening uh, will probably have an idea of what that's a symptom of. Um, unfortunately, I, um, I I kept having the pain and being a bloke, and I know I shouldn't stereotype those, but being a bloke, I thought, well, I would just get through it, but I didn't. Um, ambulance got called out. They did the ECG and so on. Um, I got told to go to A&E. Again, being a bloke, I felt that I knew best. So I drove to A&E rather than in the ambulance. This was about, I don't know, about nine, 10 o'clock at night, I think. Um, got there. It, it wasn't me driving, it was my wife driving got there they said it was an eight hour wait um so I thought I'll this and went home anyway 4am woke up with the pains again 
called out the ambulance again. Embarrassingly, it was the same ambulance crew. I was their first call out and the last call out of the night. And they were really annoyed with me because I'm right at the edge of their territories. So I was probably a really awkward call out for them both times and probably more annoyed that I didn't follow their advice first time round. Anyway, um, ECGs and the blood tests and so on all came back completely clear, no heart damage and so on. So um, that was good. But there was obviously a reason for this. There was obviously something that had caused these issues. And something else had happened along the way. I had um, I'd noticed that over the last year to a year and a half, and I've not, I've not told anyone about this um, so openly, but I was getting very lightheaded at really random occasions. Um, it was always when I was stood up. And, you know, it could have been deemed to be panic attacks, I guess. But I've been in situations where... If you were anxious, you would get a panic attack and they weren't causing it. It was really random things like, um, you know, once I remember going into a noodle bar and um, getting it as I was ordering. Um, once I got it when I was buying a jumper from Hugo Boss. You know, it was really quite random situations that were causing this. And the only way of getting over it and possibly a, a small partial contribution to the 17 stone that I'm now carrying was that I would just need to eat a load of food. So a load of sugar and so on, get my energy back up. So anyway, um, I I put these issues down to burnout, to um, you know, mental health. It was, um, it was what everyone was talking about. It was the noise that was predominantly out there. If, um, if you didn't feel quite yourself, if you felt a bit tired, if you felt a bit knackered, it, it, you know, it's mental health. Look after yourself, self-care. But deep down, Deep down, I knew that I could do all of the self-care that I wanted to. I could subscribe to Calm and Headspace and all of this. I could put it on repeat. I could go off to a desert island or Bali or somewhere like that. I could have the sun beating down on me. I could have all the cocktails in the world, you know, sipping away at pina coladas, watching telly, and I wouldn't have felt much better. Um, I knew that something was wrong, and it was also during that time and my final diagnosis, which I'll share in a moment, but I realized that spending you know, 12, 13 hours in bed asleep, waking up and still being tired wasn't normal. And you know, I look back and I realized that there hadn't been a time for the last, um, at least the last three, four years. And, and really, you know, when speaking to my wife, we looked at it, it's actually like eight or nine years that I'd had the energy that I once had and that I didn't feel the need to persuade the outside world that I had energy through um, almost overacting in public and over delivering on energy, but then getting home at like 6pm being absolutely knackered and just being wiped out and not wanting to experience anything. Anyway, um, long, long story short, I went for various tests and found out that I was actually deficient in vitamin B12. Now, that seems really minor to me to cause all of these problems, but it was the start of my body packing down and I was suffering some of the neurological symptoms um, and I read through the symptom list. It's like, wow, this this is just me. This is what I've been going through. So I've ha I've had my treatment now, um, all finished up literally two days ago today, and I'm probably about 70, 75% of energy, which for most people is about 150%. So I apologize in advance for anyone who's going to come in contact with me because you know I'm like the Duracell bunny now, I'm on it. However, um it it really you know it. It was an eye-opener for a couple of areas. The first one 
is but despite all of the noise about mental health and yes i get that mental health is extremely important we we really do need to keep an eye on it um you know i have been on antidepressants once in my life about 10 years ago um fortunately uh, and i touch with some saying this i was only on them for about six months until things totally picked up and it's never been an issue since i get that it is a real issue for many people uh, you know i've been there myself um, but I also, deep down, I know the difference between mental health challenges and something a bit deeper. Um, if you feel that you've got challenges, don't be tempted just to write it down as burnout. Because all of the rest in the world won't necessarily cure a medical condition. So uh, that's the first learning, is if there's anything that doesn't feel right, just get checked out properly. Um, not not just the checkup from the neck up, but make sure that you have that all-inclusive all check that checks your health, checks your blood levels and so on. Because I've realized that something as minor as vitamins, you know, I thought vitamins, I, I knew they were important from school. You know, we learned about vitamins, but I didn't really get that they were that important. And to cause your body to start packing down like that is really quite concerning. So just, just make sure you get checked out because there's all sorts of things that can mimic the... Um, that you know can mimic the symptoms of burnout yeah things like um underactive thyroid and folate levels and so on I've, I've been on a world of learning of this stuff since so don't just write it down to mental health yes your mental health is important but so is your physical health make sure that you get that in order and secondly the most important lesson is um the lesson of glass balls and rubber balls so i shared this on stage recently and i've also shared about it in the book boss it um, but in life, we're constantly juggling loads of balls, and some of them are glass balls, some of them are rubber balls. The really important thing is that we're fully aware of which balls are glass balls and which balls are rubber balls. So if you just imagine that you're, um, you know, you're a circus and you're on stage juggling, and you might be able to juggle two balls, three balls, if you're, if you're skilled, maybe four balls. Then you get five, six, seven, eight. Okay. It's not for me to judge how many balls you can juggle. However, there I, I can judge that there will be a point that you will drop a ball. And the important thing is to make sure that the ball that you drop is a rubber ball, not a glass ball. All too often, we focus on the balls as if they are equally important. They are equally as vital in our lives. So it might be that you know, you've got um, customers complaining and it might be that you've got opportunities you need to go for. And it might be that you're at home, you, you've got to do your gardening and you've got to wash your car and you've got, yeah, you've got all of these things going on. And hidden within that is something really important, the glass ball. You know, something that's related to your family or your health or similar. Make sure that you differentiate between the glass balls and the rubber balls. Because what happens if you drop a rubber ball, it bounces, it comes back. If you drop a glass ball, you ain't going to be able to juggle it again. So that, for me, has been the key lesson uh, from this. Um, I myself, you know, I touched on the fact that I was carrying a bit of lard. Um, we, we've all got our lockdown bellies. I certainly have got my lockdown belly. I enjoy the takeaways too much. Um, yeah, we and we tend to focus on the stuff that, crops up at us and is urgent, possibly to someone else, rather than the stuff that's important and the glass balls. Um, so we need to take a holistic view of this. And don't just focus on your business when you're doing this. Focus on your personal life as well. Focus on your family, your relationships, your spirituality, your personal finances, all of this stuff. Because if you get one of them wrong, 
And it comes down to the concept of a wheel of life as well. If you get one of these wrong, then that wheel all of a sudden has got a bump in it. And guess what? You're in for a bumpy ride. So guys, listen, I hope you found that useful in some way. I hope that there's some lessons that you can take from it. Um, I have to share my apologies again for not podcasting. I wanted to make sure that I was fully back in action before truly sharing this. And now I've been on stage. I can't wait to get back on it. As I say, 20th, 21st September, I'm up at Manchester Central. 22nd September, I'm at Aston Villa for the Business Networking Show. Um, I'm in Paris for the Paris Franchise Expo on the... 28th, I think it is. I've got my diary in front of me. And then at the end of a month, um, 15 seconds in Graz in Austria. Would be amazing to see some of you somewhere amongst those shows. Um, in the meantime, have an amazing day today. If you're feeling a bit sluggish, make sure you check in with yourself and not just check in from a mental health perspective. Do a proper check in. Make sure that you're fit. Make sure that you're healthy. Have an amazing day. And I will speak to you guys very soon. Bossit is available globally at all good bookstores, physical and online. Check out this best-selling book online at carl.2 slash book.